0: Welcome to The First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English, or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I am here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. I'm Mary Atkins. You can find my three novels, When You Read This, Privilege, and Palm Beach At your favorite bookstore if you live in nashville you might run into me at the local farmers market on a saturday morning i'll be the one chasing the four-year-old who's just stolen the bell that signals the start of the market that is a true story each episode of this podcast i will be tackling a hot writing topic from how to write when you aren't inspired to how to get a literary agent i'll share my strategies for tackling questions and problems that all authors face as we make our way to the final page. Each episode is short. We get in and we get out so you can get back to your life and your writing. And this season, you can check out the video versions of my podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So if you want to watch, just go to the episode description where you'll find the link to my channel. Have you gotten my free training on how to write your dream book with a full-time job and a life? I want to send it to you. If you're working on a novel or memoir, this one-hour training will change your writing life. And I really mean that. I'm not being hyperbolic. Just go to thebookincubator.com to apply for my program, The Book Incubator. The application is only two questions plus your contact information. And if you're accepted, I'll send you the free training along with information on the program with no obligation to enroll. You get the free training walking you through my process of writing a book no matter what. And you will love it. Trust me. So go to thebookincubator.com. It takes less than five minutes and will be well worth your time. Okay, with that, let's get to the episode. On today's episode, I am going to be answering one of the most common questions I get from writers, which is how to get a literary agent. So today I'm breaking it down into five steps to getting your literary agent. All right, let's do it. So you've written your first book and you're ready to see it on shelves but what do you do? Okay, odds are you need a literary agent and it can be kind of confusing how to get one unless you know exactly what to do. It can also take you forever to get one unless you do it the right way. So I wanna walk you through exactly the steps you need to take to get the literary agent you want. But first, I have a slightly embarrassing story to share with you. When I was first trying to be a writer, I was pitching a memoir, I had a a memoir proposal that I wanted to find a literary agent for. And so I went to Barnes and Noble and I found this really thick book that was titled something like The Guide to Literary Agents for that year. And it had hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of names in it. And so I wrote a, a letter, like a generic letter describing my book. Which is not the bad part. Like that part is actually, you know, you're you're not going to write a different letter for every single literary agent that you're pitching, of course. But the bad part was that I did not change this at all. I did not personalize it at all. I also didn't hand select the people that I was pitching it to. I just changed the name at the top and I sent out what was essentially a mass email to maybe a hundred of those agents. I was basically spamming them. So it's no wonder that this didn't work. I mean, a couple of them were at least nice enough, at least nice enough to write back to me, but no one wanted to represent the memoir. And I definitely didn't hear from well over 90% of them. By the way, it just started raining really, really hard, so if you hear um, that in the background, that's what that is. It's a very heavy downpour. (laughs) Suffice it to say, this is not how you want to go about finding a literary agent. So what should you do? All right, step one is to finish your book. Yeah, I know. You may be thinking, yeah, this is obvious, Mary, but... It's actually not. A lot of people I have found don't know that they need to finish their book first. And it can be easy for us to get ahead of ourselves. And sometimes people think, oh, do do I get the literary agent before I finish my book? Or could I get a literary agent when I've just written part of my book? And the answer is pretty much no across the board now. The exception would be if you are writing a nonfiction book Um, that is not a memoir, you will write a proposal. And and I don't have time to talk about that in this episode, but uh, you would get a literary agent with your proposal. But if you are writing a novel or you are writing a memoir, you're going to want to write the full draft. Um, And and the literary agent is probably going to um, ask for your full draft if they are interested in possibly representing you. Okay, and when I say done, like your manuscript is done, I don't just mean you finished a first draft. I mean that you have revised and polished it. The grammar needs to be impeccable. Um, You need to have had at least one other person read it, ideally a few, to get feedback and to incorporate that feedback. If you're sending out a version of your manuscript that is riddled with typos or grammar mistakes, it's just not gonna work out well for you. You know, No matter how good the story is, you're not, they're not gonna get past page nine. So put the horse before the cart and don't just finish your draft, but make sure it's in the best possible shape it can be before you even think about querying agents. Step number two is to do your research. Not every literary agent is looking to represent every kind of author. The more research you do ahead of time to figure out who is interested in what you have written, the better, the the fewer rejections you'll get and the less time you'll waste. Agents are really clear, incredibly clear on their websites about exactly what they're looking for. If they want to represent cookbooks, they will say, send me your cookbook. If they want to represent children's picture books, they will say, send me your children's picture book. Same with fantasy or sci-fi or romance. So find agents who represent your genre, your type of book. You can learn about agents too, not just by looking at what genres they're interested in, but by looking at what recent books they have represented. Now, a lot of times they will have these on their websites, or you could go in a different direction. You can find books like yours that have come out in recent years and figure out who the agent was for that book. There are a couple of ways you could go about this, but the easiest way, I think this is a tip I got years ago that i have used ever since, and I think is brilliant, is to look in the acknowledgements section of a book that you think is sort of like yours. Now, this means you're going to have to get your hands on a copy or somehow, you know, you, a lot of times the acknowledgements section is not cl- included in the online free sample because it's typically at the end of the book. But however you get to it, in an acknowledgement section, the author essentially always thinks their agent. I don't know that I've ever read an acknowledgement section where the author has not thanked their agent. So you can figure out who the agent was for that book that way, and then look that agent up, see if they are accepting submissions from writers currently, and what genres they're currently interested in. They all, again, put this information, it is readily available on their websites. This brings me to one more minor point You want to make sure an agent is accepting submissions. It's not worth sending them a query letter unless they are accepting submissions. And so you definitely want to go to their website. If they say they're not, they mean it. They're literally not even going to read your notes. So don't bother sending it. And occasionally, I mean, every agent closes to submissions at some point in the year because, you know, we all take vacation. Um, For a lot of people in publishing, August is a really quiet month. So that's not a month I would be planning to to do a major push on your querying. Um, August is a good time to to skip, honestly, (laughs) for that reason. Um, so, So definitely check their website to make sure they're not on vacation or taking some time off. Step number three is to write a compelling synopsis. So once you've found a handful of literary agents who you are interested in querying, and by a handful, I mean anywhere from five to ten, again, who we we have now listed the the check, the the checkboxes you want to check off, that they represent books like yours, that they are currently interested in, in representing more books like yours, and that they are accepting submissions. You want to write a compelling synopsis of your book. And this is going to be a really important part of your query letter, which we're going to talk about next. Now, when I say synopsis, I am talking about a short paragraph. Sometimes when we say synopsis, um, it can mean a a much longer version uh, overview of your book. You know, sometimes synopsis could mean 500 words, 800 words, 1,500 words. In this case, I just mean a paragraph. So a a couple hundred words, um, a paragraph or two that will go in a one-page letter to this agent. Here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about this paragraph as the back copy of your published book once the book comes out. Okay, so it should be compelling. It should make anyone want to buy the book, pick it up, read it. Um, It is a bit of a teaser. You don't have to spoil the ending. I mean, you can spoil the ending, but you don't have to give away the ending. The point is to make it interesting and to really encapsulate what makes this book so hooky. You may have to write a couple of versions and run them by friends and family to see what reactions you get. And in my experience, that's a pretty good barometer of how effective a a short synopsis is. If someone you trust reads it, or if you read it to them, or even if you just summarize it and they go, sounds great, you know, so, oh, that sounds good. Great, I would read that. Um, you've got it. That's good, but if if they just sort of look confused or they're like, "Wait, what?" or oh, oh, okay. you know, see if you can do better. so you know you you can read reactions, read their reaction, and run some things by others so that you can come up with your hookiest description of this book once again, practically speaking, this is about a paragraph. Your entire query letter to this agent isn't going to be longer than a single page single space single spaced although i don't th- that makes it sound like it can be really long no we are, we're going to have a few paragraphs um but between paragraphs and the line breaks between the greeting and and all of those things we're we're still looking at under a page so you're only going to want to write a paragraph about your book and it's again okay to leave a cliffhanger Hey, before I go on, I just want to interrupt myself to say that if you are loving this podcast, you can find a lot more where this came from on my YouTube channel, which is linked to in the episode notes of this episode. You can also learn about working with me on your book by going to thebookincubator.com. Okay, back to the episode. Step four is to write a solid query letter. All right, and this is what that synopsis is going to go into, the letter itself. Your query letter is like your pitch of your book, but also of yourself to the person who's going to help you sell it, your agent. Once again, this is a single page. This is not a lot of words. It is the first point of contact you will make with an agent. And the way you write it will make the difference between this agent potentially requesting your full manuscript to read it or part of it to read it, or never writing you back or just giving you a template, you know, a a form email saying no. So we want to get this right. You want to be engaging and professional and even personal, but not overly familiar. And you also want to be direct. There's a lot we're trying to do with this letter. So Here's what you're going to do. You're going to open by telling the agent why you are querying them specifically. This is not what I did. Remember when I said I just sent out that mass email to everyone? I was not doing this and that was wrong. So we want to personalize the opening. We want to say, hey, I, or not hey, (laughs) we want to say, hi, Donna, you know, I found your name. Um, I found your interview in Poets and Writers about how you are looking for literary fiction that really challenges gender norms. And I'm sending you my book because blah, 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 or hi Smith. I, uh, saw that you represented such and such book by so-and-so author and so i'm writing to see if you are interested in taking a look at my novel such and such which explores similar themes or which is written in a um in a similar style or w- whatever it may be there's no one magical way to personalize your opening but we want to personalize it one reason we're doing this is that literary agents get hundreds and hundreds of these queries every week Hundreds and hundreds of them. And a lot of them are completely impersonal. I would guess that maybe 90% of them, uh, 90% of authors querying, don't bother personalizing the opening of their letters. So just by putting this at the top, you are making yourself stand out as thoughtful and personable. In your next paragraph, you're going to give the elevator pitch of your book. So this is a, the, that synopsis of your book that I just talked about. It's sort of the back of the book teaser that makes them want to read it. You also want to mention what genre your book is, how many words it is, and this can be an estimate. You don't have to give the exact word count. You could say you know roughly 80,000 words. And then it's great to pick a couple of books to compare your book to. So it's a very shorthand way of communicating to the agent. Here is where my book falls in the spectrum of publishing. Here's where it might sit on a shelf if it were paired next to similar books. So when I was pitching my first book, I said it paired the humor of George Saunders with the unconventional storytelling format of Jennifer Egan. I said my book was a marriage of these two authors. Now, you can compare yourself to a couple of authors, or you could compare yourself to a couple of specific books. Doesn't really matter, but this is basically, again, a shorthand way of telling the agent, where your book is going to sit on a bookshelf if, if you know, the shelf were not just alphabetical order, <laughs> if it were pairing similar, if, if the bookshelf itself uh, were a grouping of similar books. All right, so we've now told the agent why you were emailing them at the top. We've then said what your book is, what books it compares to, how long it is, in other words, what the word count is, and you've given a short synopsis of it that's a bit like a teaser to make them want to read more. Now you're going to tell them a little bit about yourself, a short bio. If you have anything published, this is where you would include it. If you have any essays that have been published, short stories, anything, you can, you can include your publication history. But even if you've never published anything, just tell them a bit about who you are. What do you do for a living? Where do you live? especially if any facts of your life pertain to the story you've written, they are really relevant. If you've set a novel in Wisconsin, tell them. You grew up in Wisconsin. If you set it in Hawaii, tell them. You, you lived in Hawaii as a child. If it's on a boat, tell them about the years you spent as a first mate. We are not writing paragraphs. Once again, I cannot emphasize this enough. This is a short letter. We want the entire letter to only be a few paragraphs, but we do want a short paragraph telling them who you are. And finally, in the very last bit of this letter, it's going to get personal again. You're going to tell them that you are following their exact instructions and including whatever portion of your your draft that they have asked for in their submission guidelines on their website. Every agent has a website where they include what they call submission guidelines. In those submission guidelines, they'll say, this is what I want you to do. I want you to, you know, Paste the first 10 pages into an email, or I want you to attach the first 30 pages, or I want you to attach the first three chapters. They're all different, but it's going to be some version of share with me your first pages. It's really important to check and do the exact thing they've asked you to do. And that's what you will say you're doing in the last line of your letter. In other words, you'll say per your guidelines, I am copying the first 10 pages of my novel below. Then you'll get in and get out. You say, thanks so much for your time. I look forward to hearing from you. And you sign your name. Step five is to make your first three chapters sparkle. Now, this is the the last step of my five steps to getting a literary agent in today's episode. Of course, your whole book should be good. I mean, that goes without saying. It should be as strong as it can be. But if you can get past the query letter step, the next step that a prospective agent will, will... you know, ask of you is to see, uh, what's called a, uh, um, is to make what's called a partial manuscript request. They will ask to see part of your manuscript. How many pages they ask for will vary, but it's often about three chapters. So you want to have a really strong opening of your book, no matter what, Because that's what we are going to hook the agent in. And if they like those opening pages, that's what's going to prompt them to request the entire manuscript. So we want to make your first three chapters as solid as they can possibly be. And those are my five steps to getting a literary agent. I know it can be really overwhelming, especially once you start. Um, you, You are almost certainly going to get a lot of rejection. This is just part of the process for writers. It's sort of a rite of passage. We all go through it. But I just want to share that for me, this was the most difficult part. After I found and started to work with my literary agent, nothing else was ever as hard as that. By the way, once you have an agent requesting your full manuscript, you are really close. You are well on your way, whether they turn you down at that point or not. My agent says she only requests full manuscripts from people she's pretty sure she wants to represent. At that point, it's really theirs to lose. So at that point, you're in the green zone. You just got to make it a little farther. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. See you next week. If you're still listening, I'm guessing that you're writing a book, or want to write a book. And if so, I want to hear from you. Because when I'm not writing, my mission in life is to help writers write their dream books. I love it. I live for it. Because before I published my novels, I first had to figure out how to write one. And this wasn't easy, because none of the writing classes I had taken had shown me how to actually write a novel. It wasn't until I had a newborn at home and only a little bit of time to write every day that I came up with a process. And that process worked. I wrote my entire novel during my eight week maternity leave. Now I teach that process in my program, The Book Incubator, and it has worked for dozens of other writers. If you're curious to know more and to see if maybe this is the right fit for you, I have a free video walking you through my process for writing a book, and you can get it by going to thebookincubator.com and just telling me a little bit about yourself and what you're looking for. So go to thebookincubator.com, fill out the short form, and you'll hear from me within 72 hours. Happy writing. Thanks for listening and see you next week.